RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's Daily Star Trek News is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Hello and welcome to your Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Allison Pitt, and today is Monday, December 2nd, 2019. On today's show, the Section 31 Star Trek spin-off has assembled a writer's room. Star Trek boss Alex Kurtzman says the Picard-Borg storyline will be unique and different, and Star Trek.com's got a primer on the difference between Romulans and Remans. We're catching up on the weekend's Star Trek news, coming up next. The long-anticipated Star Trek Section 31 spin-off show has assembled a writer's room. Julie McNamara, the executive vice president of original content for CBS All Access, confirmed over the weekend that the Section 31 show, which will star Michelle Yeoh, is already in the early stages of production. McNamara told Vanity Fair, We are very excited about the Section 31 show, and Michelle Yeoh is excited to do it. She's in the current season of Discovery, so she's working on that right now, but we have scripts getting written, and Alex Kurtzman has a writer's room. McNamara also said that Alex Kurtzman, current Star Trek Discovery showrunner and overall leader of the Star Trek franchise, has a vision for the voice of each of the Star Trek series in the works. She said, referring again to the Section 31 show, We love what we've heard so far. It's yet another tonality of Trek. As Alex has mapped it all out, each show has its own unique sort of voice and vision. Kurtzman, in the same interview, told Vanity Fair that the Section 31 show will be like the Black Ops CIA division of Star Trek, and it was established in Deep Space Nine. Kurtzman also revealed that a spin-off show starring Michelle Yeoh was in the works, more or less, before Discovery even came to our screens. Kurtzman said, Full credit goes to Michelle Yeoh for coming to me and saying in Season 1, before we even launched, I want to do a spin-off of my character. With Michelle Yeoh, it's very hard to say no. He went on to explain that once Discovery had launched, he started working on a pilot with Discovery writers Erica Lippolt and Bojan Kim, and the new show will be unlike what we've seen in Trek so far. It occupies an area of the Trek universe that's never really been explored geographically, he said. It has a new mythology to it, which is very interesting, and it puts Michelle's character to the test in a lot of ways that Discovery can't. In some ways, it will be her unforgiven. He was referring to the Academy Award-winning film by Clint Eastwood, in which Eastwood's outlaw character takes on one last job years after getting out of the business. The last we heard of the Section 31 show, Heather Caden, who's the co-executive producer with Alex Kurtzman, said that the spinoff might happen after the middle of Discovery Season 3 which is currently expected to air sometime in the latter half of 2020. In the same Vanity Fair interview that revealed that the upcoming Section 31 spin-off has assembled a writer's room, we've also learned that the Borg story in Star Trek Picard will be very different and very unique. 
In the interview last Friday, Vanity Fair asked Kurtzman about the development of Star Trek Picard and whether developing for CBS All Access affected their approach. Kurtzman said that the unique prospect of bringing Sir Patrick Stewart back to the franchise meant that the approach was non-traditional, but that CBS All Access enabled what they were doing. Kurtzman explained that due to Stewart's influence, the tone of the show will be necessarily new. He said, Stewart doesn't want to repeat what he's done already, which was, by the way, the best bar he could have put forward. The show is inspired by Next Gen, and it's written by people who grew up loving it, but it is very much not Next Gen. It feels like a modern adult drama in the world of Star Trek, which has not actually really happened before. It's also singularly about a man in his emeritus years, and there are very few franchises that would allow you to have an almost 80-year-old lead and tell his story. Stewart's involvement came to a head over the Borg storyline. According to Kurtzman, Stewart's first instinct was not to do the Borg, saying, I did that story. I don't want to do that story. But Kurtzman says what eventually emerged was something unique and different. Definitely not one that you could have told in Next Generation, he said, and certainly not what I think anyone's expecting. Star Trek Picard is currently in post-production. It's due to premiere in the U.S. and Canada on January 23rd and on January 24th worldwide. More news in a moment, but first, a word from me. Today is the last day to take advantage of a special Black Friday deal with CBS All Access. Get a whole month's free trial of the streaming service and get access to every Star Trek ever, including short treks, as well as other hit series like The Good Fight, Tell Me a Story, and Why Women Kill. With a month's free trial, you can get caught up on all the essential Star Trek, and you'll be among the first to see the new animated short treks coming out on Thursday, December 12th. Then, if you choose to keep your subscription going, you'll get the last short trek in January, and of course, the series premiere of Star Trek Picard. To find out more, head to dailystartreknews.com and click on the banner at the top of the page. When you sign up to CBS All Access through my website and keep your subscription going, CBS rewards me with an affiliate incentive. But that's just one way that you can support this show. The other is through Patreon. You can be part of the Daily Star Trek News family from as little as $1 a month. Just head on over to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek News. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek News. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. We already know that Romulans will feature heavily in Star Trek Picard, based on the current trailers. And if you've been reading up on the lore ahead of Picard's premiere next January, you will have also heard of the Remans, who featured heavily in the plotline for Star Trek Nemesis. That was the last time we saw Sir Patrick Stewart on screen as Captain Picard. Star Trek.com published a handy guide over the weekend explaining who the Romulans and Remans are and why they are inextricably linked. In an excerpt from their book, Star Trek 101, A Practical Guide to Who, What, Where, and Why, Paula M. Block and Terry J. Erdman explain that Romulus and Remus, the home planets of the Romulans and Remans, are sister planets within the same system. Romulus is a typical alien world, habitable, 
while Remus is hostile, to say the least. According to the StarTrek.com piece, about the only thing the planet is good for is mining, and for many years the dominant Romulans have forced the Remans to live under brutal conditions and work the mines. Remans, under the leadership of the Picard clone Shinzon, eventually rose up and assassinated the entire Romulan Senate at the start of Star Trek Nemesis. You can easily tell Remans from Romulans by sight. Romulans count Vulcans as their ancestors, and they look it. Remans, on the other hand, look decidedly more Nosferatu-like, with grey skin, cadaverous frames, and cat-like ears a product of their time spent in the mines beneath the surface of Remus. Star Trek 101, A Practical Guide to Who, What, Where, and Why, is available in Kindle and paperback formats now. The authors, Paula M. Block and Terry J. Erdman, are experts in Star Trek, having previously worked in licensing and publicity for the franchise, and having published numerous other nonfiction guides and companions. Finally today, a public service announcement. Over the weekend, I picked up a copy of the new IDW comic, Star Trek Picard Countdown, issue number one. Now, I'm not in the business of reviews, except to say that I liked it, and I think you will too. Now, why do I tell you this? Because after having read the first issue in the three-issue series, I can tell you that there is important backstory in those pages, If you're one of the millions of Star Trek fans clamoring for all the Star Trek Picard info you can get your hands on, I don't think for one second you will have had to read the comics before watching the series, but here's a spoiler-free taste of what we learned in just the first issue. We've learned what the mission is that eventually led Picard to leave Starfleet. We've been introduced to a character from the trailers who was previously mysterious, And we've had career updates from Geordi LaForge, Will Riker, and Deanna Troy. I expect that in the next few weeks, those facts will all make their way into common knowledge on the internet, so be warned. Star Trek Picard Countdown Number 1 is available in comic stores now, or for Kindle at Amazon.com. The next installment in the series is due out December 18th. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Daily Trek News. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, and Trek trivia. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network